and the excitement about that race, you've just got to love it. It just builds now for months in advance. Yeah, too true, Quinny, and welcome and good afternoon, Matt and uh, Maggie and all the listeners out there. He won with the leg in his air. He's a beautiful type of horse. Uh, he'll roll along. Obviously, uh, the Jericho can uh, be a very challenging and demanding race, and that's one of the reasons why it's so good. Um, but, yeah, he, he did a job really, really well then, so... Uh, Onwards and upwards, and the stable is certainly on fire. They're uh, producing winner after winner of all types, short, uh, long sprint races, distance, the works. They're on fire. So uh, turned out a beautiful-looking horse there today. And wish we were at our rat, but anyhow, never mind. We'll get there some other time. <laughs> well, well, we'll get to that too. And they're off to the Jericho, obviously, which they won with the Blaze last year. Golden Flag will be back as well. Uh, Scott, just let's start with the Jericho, which is... I think still scheduled for the first Sunday in, in December. Where are we looking November. now? Oh, sorry, November. Um, where are we looking now with um, the likelihood of crowds? We'll start with the Jericho and then look at some of the other country cups coming up through the Christmas New Year period and even the picnic season. What, what, are, we, what's, what are the odds of getting a crowd for the Jericho, do you think? Oh, look, we're, we're hopeful that that doesn't uh, give you any good odds or good feeling. Uh, the Premier's announcements today were certainly welcome and uh, obviously uh, he set a roadmap out, which means on the 22nd of November uh, there will be further announcement and changes. And we note in the uh, documentation received so far, as of the 23rd of November, hospitality venues could have 500 people on course for a venue. Now, we have been told in recent days to uh, not expect a hell of a lot out of today in the detail that we need for our events and the government will be working on that with the industry in the next couple of days. So, you know, it's it's frustrating, but it's fantastic that we are can be out and about, and that's, that we've had nine days in a row without the virus, but maybe a couple of days. But we do know that the G will have a 25% capacity on Boxing Day, so we expect uh, leading up to about the 22nd of November there'll be further announcements, and I imagine in two-week blocks we will get um, a further easing of those restrictions, so at least that we could have a 25% crowd capacity by Boxing Day across the state, both for picnic and professionals, and that's what we're hoping for. Clubs will be drawing up some plans on how we can obviously um, adhere to the protocols that are in place at that time um, so that we have a safe, safe passage for everyone, but uh, that's what we're expecting. But looking for the... Absolute detail right here, right now. Um, I can't give you more than what I've said because we we don't know. But we'll be in talks with the government in the next couple of days. There's a provisional starting point for the picnics, I think, at Woolamai on the 28th. If could it be possible with say something with the picnic season to keep the horses going that that may begin without necessarily crowds with some expectation that that lag time will pick up as we get into the new year. I, I know that there is a date that's been mooted. Could that still occur regardless of the crowd situation with an assumption yes, that the crowds will come in, later? In short, Matty, yeah. in short, yes, it can because we're faced with a real dilemma here because for the picnics, uh, it's a fantastic experience for the customer. The race clubs make their money out about, about having a crowd on course. Um, there was an initial view that we wouldn't start the season until we could have a substantial amount of customers there on course. We picked Woolamai as a start at the end of November. Um, right here and now, given that the Premier, we expect to make more announcements and a further reading on the 23rd, and that's only a few days later, it makes it very hard to prepare venues because 
we may even have some biosecurity measures still in place regarding participants in the bubble and so forth. So we've got a fair bit of work to do on that, Matt. But against that, we're very conscious of the need to allow those horses, the participants and the owners of those horses to be able to compete soon enough rather than waiting and waiting and waiting. So, you know, if we don't get the season underway at Woolamai then, we might get the season underway to Boxing Day and then the season changes dramatically. So even though if we can't get the crowds that we so desire for Woolamai, personally I think it's pretty important to get the season underway for the participants and the owners. So that is one issue we're going to have to deal with very, very shortly. And Scott, we've been talking the last couple of weeks, you know, talking to local communities and we've all been a bit stir-crazy here in the city. Do you think it's an opportunity for country racing, obviously when things get a little bit normal and we get crowds back on course, but do you think it's a real opportunity for CRV once people can get out to regional areas and support local, which seems to be a bit of a growing trend, doesn't it? Yeah, it certainly does. Look, um, we've had great success over many years across the industry and across the state for the Melbourneites to be able to get out and experience a, a country event, and it's the grassroots racing. Um, and I see that as being you know, very, very important, not only to the customers here in Melbourne, but across the state. And people are looking for something to do. Um, whilst it's great that the Ring of Steel goes down tonight, what can we do? Where can we go, have a country experience, have a look around that community and go to a race meeting as well? Um, it's it's certainly very, very important in front of centre at the moment, as is a lot of other events across uh, a whole range of industry uh, across the state, particularly in country areas. So, yeah, we're keen as Maggie, as you well know, to, to release the uh, brakes and get the people out and about. So it does give us a tremendous opportunity and those clubs to be able to look after the customers and uh, I'm sure if we can and when we do, which it's only a matter of time, it'll be a great feeling and a great event for all concerned. Scott, financially, how challenging has it been for some of these race clubs to not be able to have spectators over the last couple of months? Look, it's always challenging, Nick, but I've got to say our industry is very lucky. We've been able to continue on all the way through COVID, unlike a lot of other industries. Our industry is based on wagering, and wagering has been particularly strong. We're very conscious of the needs of all of our clubs, and in fact, CRV does the accounting for the majority of the clubs, particularly on the professional level across the state. Um, our clubs are in a good position, um, and they know that they have to be there to help the community as well, and, and they'll play that important role. So um, you can take it from me, there will be no club in financial stress that means that uh, they couldn't be able to race on. We won't lose any club through this, and uh, we've been particularly lucky, but we've also been blessed by the support of the state government, particularly the Minister Martin Pakula and Racing Victoria, and those customers out there who have continued to wage uh, day in, day out. Um, you know, it's been fantastic. Obviously, if we've been closed down, total different story, but uh, we're alive and very well. Now, Scott, you're a very good tipster. We've got a big day of racing at Ararat today. Can you give us a tip? Have you got a street corner oh, whisper for us? Uh, no, I haven't. Uh, interesting. I don't know why I get classified as a uh, as a good judge. Um, <laughs> oh, probably Portland Jimmy, um, but, but, but today is an exceptionally tough day. Um, yeah, some other day, please.
<laughs> Portland Jimmy did win very well two starts ago from the Payne Stable. Big tick there. And in one of the weights after the claim for Laura Lafferty. So good luck with that one, Scott. Thanks for chatting. And hopefully it's some good news ahead for country racing Victoria. Yeah, and thanks for the opportunity to come on and have a chat. And well done to you guys and Maggie for the uh, service that you're giving to all the customers out there across the state. Well, it should be well done to Maggie for the great job she does, and she's carried Matt and I brilliantly today. She's an absolute <laughs> star, and we're lucky enough to be working with her, Scott. True, 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 true. She carried me 